When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The beef industry is not only stronger than ever, but it's also here to stay. I'm Taylor Schaefer for the Midwest Farm Report, and that's the message from Wisconsin beef producers and leaders coming off of this year's calving season. In partnership with the Northern Wisconsin Beef Producers Association, the Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association, and the Wisconsin Beef Council hosted the 2022 WCA Summer Tour in the Menominee area. There I had an opportunity to meet with Don Schiefelbein, the president of the National Cattlemen's Association. He shares more on what NCBA does on a daily basis and how they impact beef producers across the nation. Yeah, I'm Don Schiefelbein. I'm the NCBA president of the United States. So my role here today and all the way through this year is basically how do I gather input from stakeholders? and How do we drive a path forward that we all can agree on? What a lot of people don't understand with regard to National Cattlemen's Beef Association is we are a grassroots organization. So that what that means is basically we take the orders from those from the country and they lay out policies that we should support or be opposed to then it's my job is to take that input and that uh, ideas and policies from the grassroots and carry it out to make sure it gets implemented. Mm-hmm. In terms of policy, what are you really seeing right now? Well, you know, so much of what we do is making sure damage control doesn't occur in Washington, D.C. And if you look at the big issue right now that we're dealing with, it's the SEC, Securities Exchange Commission's overreach to try and get involved in what we do on farm and ranches. So what they did is they said any publicly traded company that sells stock, not only do they need to know where their direct emissions come from, their carbon footprint, if you will. Now they want to know their whole supplier chain carbon footprint. So you can imagine publicly traded companies like McDonald's and Burger King, etc., now are being required to come down into the cattlemen's organizations and cattle producers and say, what is your footprint? What is your influence on emissions? And as you know, that's just a lot of book work and a lot of data that really is a real stretch for the SEC to try and uh, get their arms around. And with that program, too, what does that really mean for beef producers? So looking directly at the farm, if it was implemented, how would that look for an average producer here in Wisconsin? So what they'd do is they'd say, we need a score, if you will, of what your footprint is costing the nation. And that would go into their whole formula saying, okay, my collective group of suppliers does X. So they have truckers as part of those uh, that supplier network, farmers, ranchers, the whole nine. And collectively, they have to add up all those various parts and say, are we meeting what our goals to our stockholders suggest when we set a goal of being carbon neutral by 2040, as an example? Mm-hmm. And in your conversations with producers across the United States, what are you really hearing from them about challenges they've been facing since COVID has really um, impacted the country? And- well, you know, it, it's changed dramatically the last month, month and a half. You know, when we're in the gist of it, the big whirlwind of the whole storm you know it was all about access to markets when this whole marketplace shrunk down and we lost 50 or 60 percent of our ability to market cattle overnight just because of the supply chain 
everybody was having issues and everybody is wondering how are we going to get our animals marketed. Today we're in a much better position. We work through that as individuals and producers without a whole lot of government involvement and now we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. We talked about how calf prices have changed dramatically, how fed prices have changed dramatically. It looks like we're positioning ourselves for some incredibly good times post-COVID. And you know, for farmers too, there's power in media. And we've talked a lot about how social media can impact a person's business or persona online. And one thing that's been kind of all over the internet lately is what's happened in Kansas. Can you kind of walk through that situation for people maybe who have seen the videos and what exactly happened and why? Well, you know, when you have livestock across the world, sometimes the environment causes them great harm, right? And when you saw that perfect storm of heat that hit Kansas, and basically for those of you who don't know it, what happened is they got hit got a little bit of humidity and it got super hot and it got so hot it didn't cool down at all overnight so then that next morning when that moisture from the air from just that little bit of precipitation came in it basically was like gassing the oxygen out of those animals and they just could not get enough air and some of the feed yards lost some, some significant numbers and of course what's gone through the media now is a video that shows you what it looks like thousands of dead animals right and of course it depends how you portray that and some people are portraying it one way others are portraying it entirely different way the reality is we're good stewards of our livestock but sometimes old mother nature just as it does with human beings sometimes whether it's a tornado or a hurricane etc gets in the way and we have these atrocities like uh, death lost free mm -hmm. and you bring up that point about good stewards of our livestock and land and i want to hear too where the beef industry stands in terms of sustainability, whether that be on the farm or also just with farm transitions, moving towards the next generation of producers. Yeah, and that's very important. What we mean by sustainability is ability to continue to move on. And to me, a lot of people are very sensitive to that term. It can be a red letter word for a lot of folks. The way we look at it, we look at it a very positive viewpoint. We believe if you look at it, we can just look over across the lands right here and see sustainability at the cow-calf level is a story we need to win. We do a lot of things right. Cows are almost a perfect steward, if you will, of God's green earth, right? They take and use that wonderful rumen to convert low-quality forage into incredibly high-value protein. So it's a story we need to re connect with we need to convert over we need to win right now there's so much concern from consumers about our uh, sustainability when the reality is we are the solution to sustainability and we just need to get that story out mm -hmm. and with that story too where do you really see the beef industry moving in the next five ten years well i think it looks really good you know if you look in uh, the crystal ball if you will i think the financial picture looks incredibly rosy we're seeing producers do some incredibly advanced thoughts in terms of how to make these cattle more profitable more efficient etc and i think it looks very very bright over the next five years again that's don schiefelbein the national cattlemen's beef association president who shares more about the policy they have their eye on right now in dc including the SEC's interest in tracking carbon emissions through the food chain. For more information on NCBA news, policy issues, and progress, you can visit their website at ncba.org. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Taylor Schaefer.